Blog Talk Radio. Facebook, 
um, Instagram. All the links are right here on the show page. All you got to do is click on it. You can even click on it now, and you won't miss the show because it'll take you to a separate window, and you can keep on listening. And Cynthia is here every Thursday at this time, meaning that there are already several shows we've already done that's in the archives. So after you get done listening to the show, I would highly recommend you guys going on over there and uh, taking a listen to the other previous shows. They're always great new topics that Cynthia talks about. So with nothing else further ado, let's bring on Cynthia Martin back on Journey of Light. Welcome back. Hi, Michael. So happy to be back. And what yeah. an exciting week we had with um, all those uh, amazing souls that uh, were able to call in and, and to do a, a panel reading um, for such a great cause. So really happy to, to be supporting you in, in that mission and, and getting the word out. So just wanted to oh, highlight great. that as well. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. Great, a lot of great feedback from from your time on the panels, and hopefully we can do some more. So thank you for that. Looking forward to it. So for today, um, I'm excited to, you know, to join you again and, um, you know, shed a little light on some of the stuff that's going on. And, um, you know, especially with the tragedy and the devastation that we've been experiencing all over the world. And currently I'm I'm in California. So, you know, just on the daily, just praying and and sending um, healing intentions and and support and and relief from um, the the devastation that continues. Uh, it's, It's very mind-blowing as to what's going on over there and and just to acknowledge um, all the people doing their part, whether it's sharing a message on Facebook, sharing a prayer. This lovely woman uh, invites the community on Facebook to, you know, just come into collective agreement to to share prayer at the same time and um, so that we can help those souls that really need it. Um, And that's what this program is about so I'm, I'm really happy to be part of all of it and then all the first responders and and everyone who who has family and and you know wishing them well and safety and and um, for their healing to to start sooner than later so I just wanted to make it um, take a moment and and just <clears throat> honor all of those folks um, and not just them but you know we've had a lot of stuff going on in the world with Vegas and and Texas recovering and um, just my intention for spirit is to to share through the airwaves um, more healing as far as it can reach and beyond. So I wanted to set that intention for today. Um, That being said, yes, did you have something to add, Michael? No, I'm just going to say yes. I totally agree with you. It's uh, definitely a time for prayer. A lot of times people will say, you know, be very frustrated on what they can do. And there's a lot of things you can do in your community or donate, things like that. But but you could always pray in prayer, especially during this time. I mean, those fires out there. In California, um, just mind-blowing. I, I had no idea the last couple of days. I've been so busy with radio and stuff like that. I saw some of the video, and the whole neighborhoods uh, wiped out. It's just unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that with a fire. Um, it's incredible. And, it's you know, we're, we're accustomed to, to fires here in California, but, this, it, you know, in my lifetime I've never seen such an extraordinary uh fury of fire and how devastating it's been it's you know but um i i hold the space for for it to to bring 
better for all the families that are affected and, and to hold space for the souls who who have been lost and um, for them to have a safe transition and for their families to find healing um, through this process. And, and, yes, a prayer is free, and it's far more powerful than um, – than we even imagine. So if we can come together and I invite this whole community, really come together and, you know, share from the soul, you know, invite your children to be part of that because they're very powerful beings. And, and, um, you know, I had the, the privilege of, of having my little ones uh, be part of that, you know, and as highly sensitive children, um, they didn't need to know the details. They just needed to know that people needed help and that was enough for them. And from their pure hearts, um, we were able to, to do that and, and do our part in that way. Um, so, again, we all have something to contribute, and if at the very minimum you can do that, um, please do so. And how much more powerful of, of a healing that actually brings to you in your own home when you can come together and pray together and, and set your intentions. And it's not about religion or, you know, those churches and the differences and things like that is just about, you know, our humanity and connecting to that part of our soul that, that um, can understand the struggle and the suffering and just, you know, whatever is your faith, whatever your belief, you know, really pull it from that source of of your own power and uh, send those good intentions to all those people who need it. So, you know, thank you very much for everyone who, who has those, those thoughts already out there. Um, So that being said, I wanted to focus on, on, that power that we kind of take for granted that exists in our children. Um, You know, I had an experience yesterday with my oldest daughter. Uh, She's seven and uh, as a highly sensitive child, um, she's the reason why I got into this work. Um, She used to struggle with uh, having difficulties um, of being in overstimulating situations uh, whether it be noisy places, whether it be crowds and things like that. And um, lucky for me that I'm part of this community that has an understanding of the spiritual aspect of, of who we are um, and, you know, being spiritual beings, having a human experience, um, I was able to to navigate and, and listen to the guidance that led me to where I am right now speaking to you all. So that being said, um, I asked her the question, you know, it's it, – especially talking to, to a lovely uh, mom on uh, yesterday's roundtable, you know, as, as parents, we have a tendency to really worry, um, overly concern ourselves with, um, you know, the choices our children make and how they interact with the world. And um, I, I had that in my mind. And I, so I asked my daughter, Sophia is her name. Um, I asked my daughter the question. I said, sweetheart, I said, uh, you know, if mommy didn't do the stuff with the angels and energy and talk to you about these things, you know, do you think that you would feel as safe as you do? And she's without hesitation, like the clarity in her heart and her mind, she says, no, she goes, I would probably be sad. And, you know, that was just a very powerful confirmation for me because, you know, I'm still human even though I do this work and I, and I work with people and I have a lot of experience um, with, with uh, developing emotional fitness and, uh, you know, mental strength and, you know, spirituality and, and energy healing and, and this wonderful gift that I've been able to um, tune into so profoundly, I still have doubts and I still question, you know, am I making the right choices? Am I doing the right thing for my kids? Um, 
and sometimes it's good to to ask them, you know, and that's one thing is, is uh, our children have a very powerful voice. And um, especially the children of this generation that, that are born into, you know, that extraordinary level of awareness of their own higher consciousness uh, and their gifts. They're so in tune with their gifts and they, they, they come with the knowledge so profound, you know. It's like the way I explain it to so many people that don't, aren't familiar with this work is, you know, the the average person's extraordinary, you know, I would call it like our effort to be at 150% is their starting point to get you know, and I and I have the privilege of connecting with some uh, amazing women a couple of days ago, and one of the gals put it perfectly because they when she uh, talked about she's a shaman, and she and she's also a medium, and they you know it's like well what's the, they asked her the question what's the difference between a medium, and I she put it so poignantly, um, you know she says well everybody if everybody were a radio antenna, she would be a satellite, you know so. Not that it's it's not about being better or more or anything like that. It's just um, that's how she experiences life, and that's how our children today are experiencing life. And um, us as parents, we have to take a pause and really tune in to what it is that our children um, are experiencing from us, and how we do how we view ourselves impacts the way that they begin to adopt. Um, viewing themselves um, and labeling, you know, how, how as human beings we, we are social creatures, our brains, the way they operate are, are social, um, it's like a social computer. It needs to be able to connect. And our children depend on connecting with us as parents um, from the minute that they're born. That's why they communicate they need to touch you, you know, when they grab your finger when they're, they're just born. It's like they need to be able to make that connection because it's a sensory uh, it's a sensation that they need to be able to process, and, and they put things in their mouth from the very beginning, and they're like, that's how they experience the world and how to navigate it. And um, unfortunately, you know, uh, sometimes we get caught up in, in, in our lives and our thoughts and our busyness and, and the places we feel we need to go, and, um, and we forget to take a pause and to check in, check in with our kids, you know, ask them this question, you know, are you receiving love the way you want it? You know, do you feel loved? And do it from a place of listening and being uh, a receiver and not have to respond with um, anything, especially if you don't like the response. And let them be the ones to speak to you because they have a voice that's very strong and powerful and um, they're not being given the space to use it. Uh, we we put them in situations where they're labeled and and you know I you know I have wonderful parents but we struggled um, growing up because my parents just like the rest of us were you know doing the best they could with what they had and doing what they think what they thought was right and um, you know sometimes life just got away from us and and you know we experienced things so although I have a wonderful family and my parents are some of my best friends. We, you know, like most families, we've struggled um, growing up together because that's essentially what it is. We're growing up together. And um, we need to look at our children as partners and um, move away from the idea that uh, we take an authoritarian uh, position in our homes with our children. They are here to teach us far more than we are to teach them. 
Um, so I invite you, you know, have those conversations with your children and pause, pause for a moment, be really present with yourself. Um, ask yourself, you know, are, are you in a place where you're full, your cup is full, your love cup is full, so that you can give your children what you need. And if you're not, you need to find something to nurture the things that you need as well in order for you to be able to give because trying to give from an empty cup is only going to deplete you further. So, you know, I invite the audience with your with your children, whether they're highly sensitive, empaths or indigo, just your children, um, ask them that question. Connect with them. Take a moment to to really breathe them in and to appreciate the, the, the souls that um, have chosen you um, because if they are part of this extraordinary generation that's here to change the world just by being so present into this consciousness um, evolution, then you are pretty extraordinary yourself, and they're just inviting you to kind of step up to that extraordinary gift that you have within you that they chose you for, right? So, um, you know, like, Michael, you've already gone through through that phase. Your children are grown and they're going through their own lives. I don't know if they have children of their own yet, but, you know, it's, it's we continue to model for them. And what do they think about the work that you do? And how, how has it influenced their life? Yeah, I think that's a great point. And when they're ready, they're not ready to have their own children yet. And whenever they are, I'm, I'm re- definitely ready to be a grandpa. But that being said, <laughs> I know it's 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 on their schedule, and and um, and when they're ready is is what I want, and that's the path they're going also. So, um, but yes, um, it you know I when my kids were little, I I talked with them right away. You know, some people. I had friends that were were saying they had kids about my you know our kids' age and they went to school together and they would say well when when our kids get to be about eighteen or so then we'll start having these conversations and I said I'm already having these conversations if you right. you know like you're saying if you just open up and and let them in and they can share so much and and you can learn so much and uh, um, you know I'll share one quick story is Absolutely. Um, is is um, I remember because the kids were always with me. You know, my, my kids, for people who don't know, are twins, Nick and Holly, who are now 23. But unless they went to school from birth, they were always with me. So we we were uh, and still are extremely close. And one of the times we were uh, driving, and the kids were about five or six or whatever, and we had the news on the radio, and they talked about the death penalty and stuff. Thing, and and they were listening and. And they said, uh, Daddy, the government kills people? What? I said, well, that's the way it's somehow set up in some states that if you do something wrong, they have this death penalty. And they just – it blew their innocent you know, souls away that yeah. you know, we as a government – and some people may disagree, but I'm just saying it was astonishing to see that um, – how that, but as far as you know, my work, they've seen my work from the beginning with this radio show. And you know, my son is a real uh, works a lot with helping the homeless, and he's always wanting to help people. My daughter's going into nursing once again, helping people. So, so yeah, so they've um, and that's why they, they chose they, you because they, that that was the heart and the home that they needed in order for them to be able to access that part of their inherent nature, and um, that's what's available for us. You know, sometimes we get caught up in the in the uh, creating a resume 
for our children and trying to set them up, quote unquote, to win without asking them what, what's on their agenda, what's on their mind, what's in their hearts. Um, so, you know, it's like take that pause to ask those questions. Like, you know, is, is, because I remember being in situations as a kid and wanting to do certain things, but, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it wasn't available. And, um, and I was never asked when, uh, when other opportunities were presented. Now, granted, it, was, it, it all was part of my process and part of my journey, and I'm very grateful for all of it because it helped mold um, my ability to, to socialize in groups as well as be very independent. And I, you know, it kept me out of trouble, that's for sure, because I could have easily gone down a path because I had friends in areas where, you know, that they were up to no good. And um, I, I managed to stay right in the middle and not get myself too caught up in one direction or another and just stay where, where I needed to be. Um, but not everybody has that. Uh, so, you know, the, you might not have all the answers as a parent, and it's not our job to have all the answers, but we do have the ability and the choice to inquire what our children need and ask, you know, it's like come from the horse's mouth directly. Because how, how many times have we as adults experienced where it's like things happen to us and nobody bothered to ask us. We kind of just found ourselves in situations where it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, uh, this, is, this is not jiving for me, but I'm, I'm going to roll with it. Um, but, you know, and our children have those experiences just as much as we do. So, you know, I invite you just to, to, to have a different perspective, reframe how you look at your relationship with your child. And, and if you are part of that old school um, you know, model where it's like, you know, children are, are to be seen and not heard if that's where you came from. And a lot of us did or tough love, you know, our highly sensitive children that doesn't work for them. So it's up to us to kind of, we need to stand on our hands to get a new perspective, whether it's to, to look at from a different position, um, you know, invite ourselves because we don't have to have the answers. They're going to help guide us. So, um, you know, and I want to add, because you mentioned with regards to, you know, to that very, uh, powerful awareness and of what um, this reality is and that death penalty, you know, right now, and and it reminded me last night because my oldest is even more sensitive. The little one, she doesn't understand yet, so she can't put it into context. But my my oldest daughter, being a highly sensitive child, she can't even hear people talking about tragedy. Just the word, the fact that I said fire, she was able to access all of the, because she's an empath, she was able to access all of the, 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 the destruction and pain just from the word fire, just because that was what I had in my mind. And she put her hand on my mouth and I wasn't going to share because I already know this about her, but she's all, don't say anymore because, because I already feel it, you know? So be aware, be aware that even if it's just playing on the news and if you have a child who's very sensitive, like, you know, we have to honor that these kids do pick up on these things, whether they see it, or if somebody's talking about it, they can tune in. So there's such a thing as, as being a global empath where you actually feel the pain of the world, you know? It's not just the person in front of you. Like if you're, you know, my husband um, doesn't anymore, but it's like with, with the whole, you know, circus ring of, of, of our current <laughs> political cabinet, um, there was a lot of negativity things on a daily basis. There's nothing good coming out of it that was contributing to, to the uplifting of our home. But even just having that in the background was influencing us and influencing my kids and how they behave and, and anxiety and stress. So just be aware that those, those things still affect them. Be mindful of the words that you speak because we speak things into reality. Our words are vibration. Our thoughts are vibration. So if you want 
If you want better in your life, start speaking a better language for yourself. Start speaking greater kindnesses to yourself and start teaching your children how to do it for themselves because they're not, you know, that, that whole idea of do as I say, not as I do doesn't fly, right? We are the models for how our children are going to grow into adulthood. So we got to take that, that step and, and be mindful of ourselves and how we speak about ourselves and how we speak about others and what we're bringing into our experience. Because if we're not in the place yet, and a lot of us are not, where we're not affected by, by the news and the tragedy, don't bring that into your home. You know, bring things that are going to lighten your home. Bring in music. Music is a beautiful way to connect with your children. You know, because a lot of us, we don't speak the same language as our children, especially if they're teenagers, you know, just because they don't speak to us doesn't mean that they don't love us. We just have to, we have to meld into their worlds is my point. So that's the invitation for this week. You know, really bring yourself back to your heart. Take a pause from, you know, all of the, the, the news and, and, and the social media and, and all of the distractions and take a minute to connect with your children. Take a minute to listen to their voice. Give them space for their voice to be heard, you know, because that's how the, the, the families thrive that I work with. You know, I, my job is not to, you know, to work directly with the children because the children of the parents that I work with already get it. They're waiting for their parents to catch up. So, you know, if you're in a place, I, I, getting to the root of your problems is, is what I specialize, you know, with a lot of different things. I'm not just, I, I utilize my my um, natural abilities with the clairvoyance and the mediumship with hypnosis and all these other different modalities to get to the root of, of the situation so that you can heal the child within you so that you can better serve and, and, and um, create a better world for yourself and your home, bring peace back to your home and then be, and allow your children to thrive with the foundation that you create in your home. So with that, I want to wish everybody Happy blessings. Take good care of yourselves. Nurture yourselves. You know, pause, take a moment, take a walk, and, and bring light into your life. And I wish you all happy blessings and look forward to next week. If you're looking for um, a session, I do, I forgot to mention, as always, I, I reserve a couple of spots a week um, on my calendar for, uh, for this community to be able to uh, apply for a free consultation. Um, you can go to my website at www.lumierenergyhealing.com or go find me on Facebook, uh, Lumiere Energy Healing, and uh, apply for that uh, free consultation and wish everybody happy blessings. Alrighty, Beautiful. Beautiful show. Thank you, Cynthia, so much. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. You do the same, Michael. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Cynthia Martin to the show. Always beautiful to have her on. Always a beautiful message. And again, all of her contact information is listed right here on the show page. I'll be back live in 90 minutes, and we will see you then. Thanks for listening to Journey into the Light. Much love to all of you. <laughs>